0: Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast.
1: I wish you could all see Bill's hands as he says that every week, because they're going gesture crazy as he tries to keep track of all the words.
0: They make perfect sense. If you could see them, you'd understand even better the concept of this show. He's still doing it. We have just escaped from, well, I haven't. Gemma has just escaped from a bakery that she was never locked in in the first place. Congratulations, Gemma.
2: Thank
1: you. (laughs) and extra huge congratulations for doing it on your own because that's no small achievement that's huge that's it's,
0: true this is pretty much the whew. second time we've ever had a solo player uh and you did very well uh it's a hard room
2: that was yeah certain parts of that was really tricky and just i I've not played um I've not played one of Danny's games as, as a player before I've only ever GM them mmm and yeah, that was that was really different.
1: <laughs> and that's so interesting because all the time as I was making this one, I was a little bit going, oh, "It's going to be so much easier than the last one. This is going to take twenty minutes tops." So I'm kind of glad it didn't.
0: What I think is the thing that makes this that made this difficult, um, and I, and I said this during the playtest as well, and and I think it was still still a thing in this main playthrough. Is there's like this question of working out the goal if the, to the puzzle, if that makes sense. Like, I think if it had been completely clear, like if there had been a note, and I think this would be bad, right? I think this mm. would be a bad thing to do. Mm. But if there had been a note that just says, like, oh, I've got these uh, displays and I need to make them. I know the tables and chairs help me make the display, but I, I just don't quite know how that fits. Then I think it'd be an easy puzzle. Mm. Do, like, Do you agree, Gemma?
2: yeah absolutely
0: i had i, I think so please go on. go on, go on.
2: i was just gonna say i had i didn't have any idea what i was needing to do with these tables so hmm. yeah just trying to I, i'd linked it but didn't have an idea of the goal It's it's exactly what you said yeah
0: yeah hmm. and i had the same problem like i had this idea of like, oh, I've got, okay, I know I've got a circular table. I know that t- table is blue and I know that blue oh, is green and I know that green is the afternoon and I know that the certain cylinders come from the afternoon, so they're green and I've got the red chairs and the chairs are rectangular, so they go with the bread and the bread is pink because it goes with the chairs and pink means, the, means uh, yesterday, so that goes with all three. And so I had those same connections. Um, and it's just like, it's almost like the actual puzzle, like Danny suspected, is easy. It's a different type of solution because the solution is, well, what do I know that lets me figure out where this goes? And, and it's there, like the tables have plates, the plates are displays, and we know that they're not set up. We also know that before Ace uses the slicer every day, Dave yells at him and tells him that he has to first set up the displays. All the hinting is there. It's, the, it's like the solution is, can you figure out the why? rather than the what, which is different from how we mm. usually done puzzles.
2: Yeah. And it's also uh, when I've listened to these podcasts before, and I'm, it, it's easier to kind of note everything that Danny says when you're just listening and you're not trying to figure out the puzzles. Uh, but when mm. you're there and you're trying to make notes and then make connections, you do forget. The individual words can slip by. Say. Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's fair. That's an interesting yeah. point. But I
0: think it's cool. I just, I really like that we've pegged that down as that is this show's version of searching, right? Like not, not being able to connect those words that Danny said is the equivalent of when you're in a room and you open the drawer and you go, nothing in here. And then somebody else comes in and reaches under the, like the lintel of the drawer and says, ah, oh, there's a key in here, guys. Reaches
1: under the what?
0: I'm saying lintel. I don't know why.
1: I don't know what that is. But I'm just
0: getting an impression across. Uh, You know, like they reach in and they find the key. Like that, the version of that is someone else going, wait a minute, didn't they say that was cylindrical as well as that other thing being cylindrical? Maybe they're connected. Yeah. Like- that's the version of searching error
1: and that and other things in this room i reckon are particularly tricky for single playerness mm. like because i feel like there were a lot of different ways of thinking required in this like the menu thing and the single double flavor that was I felt a little bit more analytical. That was, I have this information. I have this almost instruction. Let us input that instruction and see if that helps us get a thing. As opposed to like being able to color associate and shape associate. And then later with the sourness thing almost being a joke. And the idea of having to go around and taste everything. These are all very different personality things for someone to come up with like if you were in a real escape room with four people it would be a different person each time who came up with the solution to those things so trying to get that all in your brain as one person I think is
2: definitely a challenge yeah it was (laughs) definitely (laughs) um there was it was great though there was you know thinking things and physical things and uh you know outside the box things so I see what you mean, though. Yeah. If, if there had been anybody else, then you can bounce off each other and it's a little bit easier to fit all of those things in.
1: Yeah, so much so. And, yeah, I feel like you would. You'd have one person who just goes around, like you did right at the beginning, and say, yep, I'm going to eat that. I'm going to eat that.
0: I'm okay. eat that. I want, I want to talk about eating because, for me, I did not eat anything for most of the time I played this room, right? I didn't eat anything. I, eating was not in my head, even though we were in a room full of food, right? So when it came to, like, how do I work out what flavour each of the pies is, the concept of I have the capacity to eat a pie and figure out its flavour <laughs> from that just didn't enter my head at all. I had to be told, you know, you've, it's, you know, it's food, right? Uh, and same thing with, like, but, but you went straight to, I'm going to eat this, I'm going to bite this, and you so you've kind of found, oh, the scrolls have different levels of edibility straight away, you know? Uh, and that took me, I, that was something I was just stuck on because I just, like, I just wasn't thinking about it as an option makes perfect sense obviously makes perfect sense like like you were doing it as you just went straight into it it's food i want to eat it but it took me so long because it's so from an escape room perspective it's so hard to think maybe i can just eat all this (laughs) like it's usually not allowed
2: yeah absolutely and uh but although i did go straight into that i then forgot that i could continue to eat this
0: (laughs) Mm, right like it's so because because even then like it feels like you know you can't tell which pie is which like, Oh, what puzzle am I going to have to solve to figure out which pie is which? And the puzzle is just eat it, eat it. You'll know. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely. It's it's really interesting.
2: (sighs) Yeah. I definitely went into some thoughts, you know, of making it more complicated, which is something that I see quite a lot as a games master, Uh, people just Mm -hmm. overcomplicating things. And then Danny's just sat there thinking, just eat it. (laughs) Just take a bite. (laughs) You'll find out.
0: There was a I think that was that was like that was kind of like a theme of this room. Like, if you had to break mm. down this room, the idea of just like we're not like the puzzles themselves were not the problem. It was these other aspects to puzzles, right? Like the main sticking point was not solving a puzzle, it was working out what the puzzle is, right? And then earlier on with the with the pies, you need to work out there is no puzzle. You just eat the pies. When it comes to the sliced bread. We're trying to figure out we got a half line and a half line and a long line and maybe there's – and mm. the, and you have to work out, no, this isn't a puzzle. This is just an image that I've shown you, right? The, the 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 puzzle here is to work out that that isn't a puzzle. The puzzle with the pies, work out that that isn't a puzzle. You know, like
1: – What a funny mindset I must when have you, been when, we, when I was creating this. When we this. solve the
0: sweets board, the sweets board basically tells you here's how what the pie puzzle is, right? Like you solve that puzzle to work out – the fact that there is a puzzle somewhere else right because yeah. it just tells you potatoes pies like here's what you need to know that you've got to go over to the pies and do a puzzle like yeah. the a whole heap of it was just building into this idea of this is a puzzle this isn't a puzzle like it wasn't about solving them it was about figuring out why <laughs> we're doing them and when we're doing them and like that was the trick of the room that was the whole theme it was yeah. really interesting. It, it was a really different room. Like so it was easy but really difficult because the puzzles weren't the problem. The problem was why and how and when do we do a puzzle? I'm
1: trying to introduce a new philosophy to escape <laughs>
0: rooms. Well, hey, was you're... any of that intentional? Did you know that you, that, that you kind of building that was that just must have been oh, how you were thinking at the absolutely time? Absolutely
1: not. I'm pretty sure it was just I've chosen a bakery and the real world locations aren't as interesting on a theoretical level so i guess you've got to have practicality and there's
0: got to be practical
1: stuff involved in this but yeah i'm i couldn't tell you too much
0: it's just wild like the question of this of this whole room was never what's the solution the question was what is the puzzle even when we were stuck on finding all that information mm. we had all the information we had all the solutions on hand and we couldn't figure out how to do them until we figured out what's the puzzle actually asking I guess us. it's
1: trying to turn a puzzle, f- make it go from a process to an aha. Uh-huh.
0: I don't know. It's just really cool. So,
1: like, normally if you were told about that you need to make the right display, then it would be a process to get what the display is. But instead you had all of the elements of a display and figuring out that it was a display. Yeah. was the thing. Because once you figured out, oh, I've got to make a display, it's suddenly the medium, it was all right? there. You have
0: all the stuff, right? Same thing with, like, the blinds are a series of things but that's oh, that's not a puzzle ah. the slicer connects to the blinds but there's still no puzzle there like you could make that connection early on i don't mm-hmm. know cuz you made the connection quite quickly with the slicer and the blinds did you have that connection before you actually opened the slicer
2: no no that was hmm. until i until the slicer was working and then i suddenly thought yeah so i'm going to slice some bread now but what's the point of that
0: and then ah cuz cool. the yeah cuz that that clicked for you but but then we had the same problem, which is, oh, we've got the slicer. That connects to the blinds with all these widths and the slicing. Perfect. I'm going to slice some bread, uh, but nothing happens. I don't know why I'm doing this yet. Like I haven't, mm. I've got all the answers, but I don't have the puzzle yet. And like it wasn't until we found the fresh bread aspect of it that it finally fit together. It's just, it was a really interesting thing and it just was consistent throughout the whole room. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I just only noticed this now. I didn't notice it during the play test. It's really interesting.
2: I think it's something that would come across better for your listeners. Um, and, and perhaps <laughs> when I listen to it back, you know, and because you're listening to it now, you've played it once and now you're listening to it. It's maybe something you can pick up on more. Because um, I didn't get that feeling while I was playing it, but um, perhaps I will when I listen to it back. No, but, but I certainly But looking find back, myself- yeah, it's like...
0: The-
2: Sorry. I did no, find on, myself on. a few times, you know, ending up with things and then just having no idea what to do with them. Um mm. so yeah, like you say it was then figuring out what the actual puzzle was. Yeah, it is yeah.
1: interesting cuz it's true for most escape rooms you end up with nothing and knowing I need to do that thing.
0: Yeah. But this was but this is totally the, opposite. the opposite. We knew we had everything but we didn't know what we needed to do. It was an anti- it was an anti escape room. Mm was an inverse escape room.
1: And yet not, I hope, not in the sort of way where it's like, I've got three digits and ten three-digit locks. No. I don't have that sort well, of because yeah, like, that's I try like to a different question. A that's sense.
0: like, I know what I've got. I know what I need to do with it. I just don't know the physical mechanism. Mm. Oh, which of these locks? Oh, Whitley, you know. This, once we found it, because there was a clear answer. Like, those rooms are annoying because there is no actual clear answer and you just mm. got to do it enough until you get there. These had a clear answer, or rather they had a specific answer. It just wasn't clear. <laughs> It was it was really I don't know I'm yeah. looking at it now and maybe yeah maybe you will notice Gemma listening through that's kind of like a weird theme to this. It's really cool.
1: It's a little different. Um Gemma did you have any questions or anything about how things went?
2: Um no not questions. I did find myself doing something else that I often see as a games master as well and that was uh that I took a piece of knowledge that I already had and applied it and then didn't question it. So that's what got me stuck with ah. it, slicing the new bread. Um, yeah, so I know good that. Point. Yeah, so I know that to be true. And so I didn't question Dave when he said that. I didn't think that he was lying is... to me because of a piece there of is... knowledge that I already had.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very sort of fortunate on my part that apparently that's correct. (laughs) But there's also the difficult aspect, because you mentioned to it about Game Masters lying to you, and you hope that they never do, and trying to find the line between Game Masters lying to you and the character of the escape room lying to you, Mm, which we've definitely encountered before, sometimes that way, sometimes other. Like in the very first escape room you ever did, Bill, Mm. there was a piece of (laughs) exercise equipment that said, do not touch on it, but it was handwritten. Yes. And so you really thought... it was a character in the room. It
0: didn't have like the classic, in this room, if you see the red dot, don't touch the things with the red dot. It just said, do not touch. So I thought, oh, this isn't official because it would have a red dot on if it was official. It must be a clue. And so I touched the hell out of that thing and I took it apart and then it turns out, no, it was just, you shouldn't have touched it. (laughs) 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 That was true. Just don't touch it. You don't want to break it.
2: Yeah, I see what you mean. I oh. have done uh, a puzzle before as well, where you had to remember that the character in behind this room was uh, like like uh, like a liar. Or yeah, he always lied. That's what it was. And so therefore, something Ooh. that you got in the room, you had to do the opposite because the character always Love lied. Love it. And I think what that's I'm something like... that you oh, can sorry. forget. You forget the backstory quite easily when you're Definitely. immersed in the room and trying to solve puzzles.
0: Mm. But I think because this room had such a question of why, the backstory was extra important. Yeah, like, absolutely. The, the situations like that, that side, the flavour stuff became really important because we were trying to figure out why we're doing stuff and what we're doing. Um, I also do like the concept that Dave once tried to slice new bread saw that it looked like the numbers 233 three, and went, oh, that'll be a good locker combination. And then went, oh, I better tell people to never do that so they don't accidentally find my locker combination. So I'll just make sure they never slice the new bread because then they might know the combination. I don't know. There's something like like real about that, that he got his combination <laughs> from a thing that he saw one day. He's like, oh, that's cool. When you slice the bread, it looks like 233. Three. Huh, that's fun. I'll make that my combination. I don't know. I just, I just, I'd like that you could justify that lock a little bit.
2: Yep. Totally. Did you uh, oh. think of that, Danny? Is that was that your thought process when you come up with that combination?
1: Uh, I was honestly no. I came up with the puzzle first that I somehow wanted the bread to say a number, and then come up with the logic behind it later.
2: Ah, okay. I wondered, in fact, whether you even came up with any logic at all, or you just, you know, you just needed the bread to say a number. Said so the bread said a number, and then built yeah, I- build in the. <laughs> the logic and story behind it. I do
1: appreciate it when he does that I try to make things not just puzzles for the sake of puzzles and have it like if there's a puzzle in the room it's because a character put it there but I will admit I can sometimes get lazy with that so yeah I'm not surprised that you wondered I did think of it but yeah it would have been very fair if I if it turned out that I hadn't as well that's
2: equally as likely well, I hadn't wondered yet, um, but, again, I think because Bill's listening to this for the second time, these things are, are perhaps occurring to you a yes. little bit more. I'm sure.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I get to sit back and reassess the room, especially I did, I did the play test quite recently, so I get mm-hmm. to, like, look again straight away and be like, ooh, that's cool.
1: Were there any other big differences, Bill, that you noticed between your there play was, and Gemma's play? So
0: most of it was the same. So part of the one difference was um, that of mine that it took a while to get the, the – the tables clued that they had display plates, like that wasn't as, as open information, which meant for me I was struggling for that for that reason even more. The other big one uh, was uh, something that you didn't need and I didn't need, but was there in case you did need it. Now, mm. uh, originally that slicer had a note on it had a has a post it note on it that says, uh, "Forgot the width. Don't be a snore. If you're that thick, look." And then the end of it was cut off. And so it's meant to be like, oh, look at the door.
1: And that still would have been present uh, if you had struggled to connect the door and the slicer, mm. there would have been a way to it would, incorporate it. There, there's a way the to make it appear in the there.
0: room. So you would have like used the slicer on the wrong settings, and instead of cutting it would have like churned out like a, and then the, the post-it would have fallen out with the last bit sliced off so that you get oh. this poem. And then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Now I know there's but a connection to the door. That, but you didn't so it need was it. All good. And I and I'm glad because I didn't need it. And, I'm, and I thought, I reckon people won't need that note, but we should have it available if they do. And you didn't need it, so we didn't come up at all. It didn't appear, which is great. It's yeah. great to have that option.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Um, I did also find that by the time I'd got to the kind of end or what I was thinking was the end, the birthday mm. cake, mm. that I'd completely forgotten what I was supposed to be doing.
0: <laughs> um, so yes, I Oh, we're looking for...
2: Kind of just got the cake out. That's a good like, point. I've got a cake. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> um, That's a good point. I maybe I should. Um, I yeah, should scatter some more money.
1: references to the money
2: in in the room notes for future iterations. <laughs> hey, it was just it just because you get so immersed and so concentrating oh, totally. on, on it, and yeah, just totally forgotten what my actual aim of the mm-hmm. aim of the game was. But yeah, it's and a bit it easier cut when cut your me, aim.
1: Yeah, when your aim is just get out or die, it's a little bit easier to keep that in your head. So we, did, yeah.
0: we did an escape room recently where we had a goal, but they basically written the goal down on a piece of paper and given it to us. So that during the room, we kept looking back and we like, oh, that's right, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> that was our goal. It's which
2: interesting. We, which we needed. All of, the, all of the rooms that I games master have a mission. They, they the, the object mm. is not to escape the room. So... Yeah. I now know exactly how all of our players feel when at the end they get what they need and they're just like, okay, so now we've got this. Now what do we do? And it's like, no, you've done yeah. it. That's your mission. Well done. Absolutely.
0: It's, it's definitely mm. hard get caught up in the in the puzzles and yeah. lose the fantasy.
1: Uh, yeah. That's just that one terrifying moment because we did this room and we got out and then the GM came and said, cool, well done. Now, did you get the solution? Yeah. What? And we just have that heart attack moment of, oh my god, we got everything, but did we actually think about it? Yeah. Did you?
0: We did. Thank God. Sort of. yes. We fumbled our way through the solution. <laughs> yep.
1: But it was good. It was clear. It was easy to say in one to two sentences, so it didn't make you feel stupid at the end. Good. Good. God, <laughs> oh, they're such great rooms. <laughs>
0: Um, oh that was that was fun. That was a hard room. Good work sticking through it. I'm
1: so um, sorry. I didn't think it was gonna it's just, be a hard. you
0: did really well, Gemma. you did. Like it was tough. I, I'm there with you. I can sympathize more than anyone else on the planet right now.
1: Again, I suppose it's just because it's such a normal setting that I assumed that the <laughs> feel of the puzzles would end up being normal. And apparently, it was the complete opposite. Oh, I
0: lo- look, it's cool. It was a cool room. It was cool and it was different. Uh, even if that happened kind of organically without a plan. <laughs> um, th- that was, I-, I hope you enjoyed it, Gemma. I did. Uh, it was, it was-
2: I loved it. It was really, really good fun. <laughs> uh,
0: that was That was cool. Uh, so, usually, if this was Descent of the Colours, we'd be talking about what we'd learnt, but we don't learn anything about a continuing story. No, there, was, there was nothing one.
1: to learn in here except a little bit about. Bread and slicing spongy bread. Yes. And what a scroll is.
0: Uh, so, yeah. uh, I need, to, I need to, for people...
2: to find a scroll. I want to try one. <laughs> now,
1: yes. if I had included Lamingtons, are Lamingtons just a well known thing? No, I have yeah. no idea. Whoa. Yeah. Lamingtons
0: are very Australian. They're That's... like little chocolate coconut I've got, cakes.
1: See, I've got Lamingtons in my room notes, but I realised I hadn't put them on the menu, so I didn't bother saying it. <laughs> And it only just occurred to me now. Wait People a won't second. People not know what Lamington's That's are. an Australian, New Zealand thing.
0: Have some spotted dick.
1: <laughs> it's not the same thing, even a little bit.
0: Have some toad in the hole.
1: It's sponge cake covered in a layer of chocolate covered yeah. in coconut sprinkles. Sometimes with jam. Oh, okay. Sometimes I with jam. I don't
0: usually do jam in, no. a, in, a, in a...
1: Sometimes
2: with cream.
0: Sometimes with cream. Uh, we do so- have
2: a similar thing, but I forget the name of them now, but we do certainly <laughs> have chocolate... Covered, coconut-covered
0: treats here, but they're not called mm-hmm. that. So uh, thank you for coming on the show.
2: Thank you for having me. Uh,
0: now, so people, we, we mentioned uh, last episode, last week, uh, but people can uh, f- listen to you more. This isn't just a case where she's in and out of your lives, never to return again. You can go and listen to Gemma every, I don't know how often you release, every week? Every two weeks. Every fortnight? Every fortnight, uh, bi-weekly for you strange Americans who refuse to say the word fortnight outside of (laughs) gaming, um, you can listen to Gemma talk about GMing the GM, being a GM, talking about escape rooms from a game master's perspective. Uh, So if they want to listen to that, which they should, go listen to it. But if they want to, which they should, go listen to it. But if they really do, uh, and they do, but if they do, uh, where can they find you? Where can they find the show?
2: Uh, so you can find me on every place that plays podcasts. Um, the only thing that I can't get on is uh, uh, Alexa, I think. Um, so it's not available <laughs> at the moment. But uh, yeah, iTunes, Spotify, any podcast player. And you can also find me, GM the GM, on Facebook as well. I've got a Facebook page.
0: Wonderful. Excellent. Uh, and for people who are looking to find us, I mean, you've already found us, so hello, welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is a weird place to start. No, it's fine. That's the whole point of standalone episodes. What do yeah, you mean not, right now, this not second? Not the end of the
1: post-episode True. chat episode. That's weird. Uh, you can
0: find us on Facebook. We're at Escape This Podcast on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Escape This Podcast. We're on Instagram, Escape This Podcast. Uh, you can send us an email. Please do. We love receiving and talking with people over email. We get just the right amount so that we feel very good all the time, but we also respond to all of our emails. It's great, uh, which is escape this pod at gmail.com. Um, and we also have a Patreon which if you enjoy the show and you want to help support the show and keep the show growing, that's how you do it. You, you If you can't donate, you tell people, you review the show and, and you help us grow that way.
1: Just so people know we're only like 50 or so dollars shy of our – goal of starting our murder mystery podcast i'm
0: calling it by the time this episode comes out we'll have hit the goal Ooh, easy Ooh. done but yes so if you've listened to our bonus episodes uh we have a second podcast that is hopefully going to be in the works as soon as we can uh that's our 500 a month goal uh will be to start releasing episodes of a murder mystery standalone podcast uh which is great fun it's something different but also kind of the same in a really interesting way uh, but that's not all you get. If you are a patron of any level, you can appear as an NPC in one of our rooms. And in this case, we had two patrons appearing.
1: Indeed, we did. And now we have a couple of Davids, so I feel I should specify for Please ethical do. reasons. I won't include both of you and just try to tick off two <laughs> names from the list. Uh, this was David Cass. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And Ace. An Thank Ace. you very much. And once more, I apologize for the characterizations that I gave you, but... But I did you warn know you. they're
0: true. we you know that those are completely accurate descriptions of both of you?
1: I warn everyone that they're probably going to be a terrible person.
0: It is true. Very rarely does a patron get to be a nice person. But so anybody who donates can appear as a NPC. Uh, for $5, you get all the bonus episodes. We have playtests. We've talked a bit about the playtest in this episode. You can hear the entire recording of that playtest if you are a $5 donor. We also have other bonus episodes. Murder mysteries from the public domain. So rather than ones that Danny creates, which will be our new show, we have Poirot stories uh, and and other, uh, and uh, we have Murder on the Rue Morgue that we've played through as a game, to solve this murder mystery. I know nothing about the solution and I try and solve it as the detective. Um, and there's other stuff that goes up there and probably will. People really enjoyed our Trivial Pursuit episodes, so maybe we'll do more of that as bonus content as no well. No
1: problem. When I'm at home this week practising for my next mastermind, <laughs> I'll just record myself going
0: through Trivial Pursuit cards. We've also got... Badges, badges for the ten dollar donors. We got two badges now, but there'll be more badges. We got badges coming out. Badges for everybody. Badges, one badge, two badge. Badges for everybody. And uh, when
1: you pay enough to get those badges, you get them with a nice thank you card from me with a picture of a, a badge, one of a kind picture. <laughs> Maybe a badger. Don't know how to draw them, badges but I don't know badges. how to draw anything else
0: either. Uh, so thank you. Uh, this went a little bit out of hand. Uh, thank you for listening, and Gemma, thank you again for coming on the show.
2: Thanks so
1: much for having me, guys. It's been super fun. Thank you. And we get the dog with an appearance at the very end there. Perfect. (laughs) No, no, it's great.
0: All right. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye. That's it. That's how I've ended this episode.
1: Perfect.